Whoa. I guess there was a game. A football game. I think we were talking about it before. And uh, it has now concluded. Super Bowl LIV, which upon Google searching after I initially saw it. I mean, obviously I'm an expert now, but it's 54. Super Bowl 54. It is, uh, it's now over. It is complete. And I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but the Kansas City Chiefs and the 49ers played each other. And uh, spoiler alert, we're going to say who won. And by we, I mean Dave, David Tomczynski. I almost call you Dave. Do people call you That's Dave? Is that what, I don't you know. know I am getting to that point in my life, like past college, <laughs> early 20s, where people started calling me two things, Dave and Sir. Sir, <clears throat> my two goodness. things that I never was called except for Dave. My sister would call me Dave. So I tweeted a couple years ago, like, when in my life am I supposed to introduce myself as Dave or start going by Dave? Because I don't think m- people who go by Dave now, like in as adults, were they called Dave yeah. Their whole life? I, I don't know. It'd be weird calling a kindergartner Dave. Like, I, I worked know. with a David, but I'm not, I didn't. I never once called him Dave. It just, it's different. No, it's weird. Like it's if super, you, I'm just going to keep calling you David, or I will get weird sometime, and, and I'll take the first letter of your last name, and I'll do something weird with your first, and I'll call you, like, Davey T, you know, that's just fine. for fun, and uh, that's that's yeah. how I roll. So, uh, speaking yeah, of that, uh, we had uh, Patty M and uh, uh, Jimmy G, which actually people Jimmy call him Jimmy G. G. That is his name. Yeah, that yeah. is his thing. Uh, they were the quarterbacks of obviously this football game, which we are going to eventually talk about. Uh, here it is. We we said spoiler alert. Kansas City Chiefs thirty one, San Francisco Forty ers twenty. Uh, obviously, we set our picks in stone before this game, and I got to tell you, for a while there. I was feeling pretty good about my pick, which I was the only one out of all of us who picked the 49ers, and they showed me the reasons why I I felt good about picking them up until about, like, the six-minute mark of the football game, and uh, obviously things kind of fell off the rails there. So uh, all you guys wound up picking the Kansas City Chiefs, and you got the proper Super Bowl MVP. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, like we said, if the Chiefs won, I believe it was going to be Pat- Patrick Mahomes anyway. So let's just run through this game, what we watched, yeah. what we saw. Uh, out sure. the gate, um, the first, right out the gate, obviously the uh, 49, or the Kansas City Chiefs got the football. They went three and out, and then the 49ers drove down, settled for a field goal, which is obviously, you know, I felt like during that moment and, and during any moment in this playoffs, settling for field goals against the Kansas City Chiefs. Never a good call. Definitely not. No, I mean, because they are, we'll obviously get to later on in the game why that's a big reason. They're pretty good. They're going to score on you just like the Patriots have always been. You have to score a touchdown against them because they, the second they get that ball, the Chiefs are going to score a touchdown. Yeah. So they did did wound up scoring uh, in the first quarter. They finished the first quarter. Uh, The Kansas City Chiefs were up 7-3. to uh, the defense looked really good, uh, honestly, for both teams for in the first quarter. Yeah, it was sure. it was pretty good, and obviously there were a lot of jitters. I would assume I, I don't like saying that, but like, you know, for somebody like Patrick Mahomes, who's like probably the best quarterback in the league right now, and it's not even really a question, but to say he had jitters, he I mean he's been through two interceptions in the game, and he didn't really look like elite level Patrick Mahomes. Up again, again, I, I say this you know, forgetting about what happens at the very end of the game. For the majority of the football game, it was Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs offense unlike we've ever seen until, again, everything goes out the window whenever you wind up going to the end of the game and looking at the box box score and the stats and who won MVP. But uh, going into halftime, though, it was a tie game, uh, 10-10 going into halftime. And what happened at the end of the half for the San Francisco 49ers was – Fascinating. I'm uh, glad you're bringing it up. Yeah, you yeah. go. It's impossible what, not to talk about what Super Bowl without that. What did you see, and what were you thinking when you saw the 49ers get the ball at the end of the half and do what they did? So the funny thing is, I was watching the Super Bowl with my mother, and as much as I want to pay attention to the game, she was worried about the wings sitting out too long well, on the yeah. kitchen table. <laughs> um, so I didn't get my full. I wasn't as I wasn't paying as close enough attention at the end of the second quarter um, as I'd like to. Excuse me. I have <clears throat> freaking horse in my throat. I've How dare you, for, man? For I am like so sad that the there... Super Bowl football <sighs> season is over 
and my cough and cold is coming back. That's fine. Excuse well, me at least you ma- at least you made it through yeah, the season. Yeah, we did. And now now yeah, you're just going to yeah. fall apart. Like I, I have the little apart. snippies yeah. myself and uh yeah. My mom's I, getting sick. Everybody's getting sick. I, my my friend who watched the game with us yeah. is getting sick. It, it, do we blame it on coronavirus? I think we I all know. have coronavirus. <laughs> I think that's really at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, football is gone now, so we're allowed. Our body's like, okay, mm-hmm. it's coronavirus time. So, yeah. yeah. So back to the frog <laughs> in my throat is gone. Okay, for cool. The time being, um, the time the no timeout is what you're talking about. The most yeah. puzzling move, probably. So I want to give. I want you to take the floor on. The kind of play-by-play. Yeah, I have now since gone back, listened to a few other podcasts, and watched. I mean, I was watching the game, but again, it's kind of like, oh, it's tie game. My mom's chatting in my ear. I'm like not fully yeah. like engulfed in that moment of the game. For sure. Um, I so, had, like I said, I had to go watch it again. So what had happened was uh, at the end of the quarter, uh, and it was a, I believe it was under two minutes. They got mm-hmm. the ball back. Um, they did not. Well, they just the play before they got the ball back. They decided not to use a timeout before Kansas City was punting to them. So that was weird. And I was like, okay, I get it. You still, you'll have all three timeouts and just over a minute to get down the field. That's pretty good. Either way, you know, you've got all three timeouts, so you can use the whole field. They get the ball, and they essentially just say, you know, F it. It's 10-10. We're in a good spot right now. Mm-hmm. Let's, just get, let's just get to halftime 10-10. And be, they were content with that, which is, to me – I understand I understand where you're coming from if you're like, look, if we try to go for this and and mess it up and we give them points before the half, we're in a really bad spot. So let's just get the ball out coming out of the second half or out of halftime and and start back up from there. But for the players on the field, you know they didn't want to do that. Uh it know. just seems like a really odd decision for them to just kind of let off the gas when you have you've saved those timeouts for a reason. Why would you all of a sudden just decide no, like I, I get it. If you didn't have any timeouts, run the ball, run the clock out, get out of there. Sure, because um, the decisions that you made are going to be obviously a lot different. The defense is going to know what's going on. You're going to use the sidelines more. But when you have the whole field to play with, it doesn't make any sense. So they, they would run the ball, and they just let the clock run. And then yeah. I think they ran it again, or they did a little dump off pass, and it went for it, it was pretty, a dump off. Yeah, yeah, it went for pretty big yardage. And then they were like, oh, okay, maybe we shouldn't have done this. Maybe maybe we should have actually tried. Then they drop back and they throw that pass to Kittle. Uh, Garoppolo throws a pass to Kittle. It looked awesome. Obviously, it would have it would have given them a chance at three additional points going into half. There was an extension of the arm that was called pass offensive pass interference on Kittle. Which, watching it live, I was like, that's ridiculous. But you know, again, in slow motion, you can find a penalty pretty much on every exactly. every yeah, play. Every analyst was saying that has been called. Yeah. I wasn't up. Yeah, it's not like let the boys play because that's what somebody who I was watching um with said. Like, come on, let them play a little bit. When we're watching it live, it's a little bit different than when they slow it down. Everyone agreed. Like, ten yeah. out of ten analysts were like, "Yep, it has to be a penalty." Yeah, the first one while it was in the air, he kind of got a little separation, sure. But like the then the second he did it a it second, second time. Exactly. Come on, like they probably were gonna let it slide if he just didn't do it again. And he, honestly, he didn't have to. Like. He's a big no, enough guy. He, he could have just slowed up a little bit, you know, and just and just yeah. use his back to kind of box him out. But um, that was a big blow for them. But so the biggest blow was not thing, being not do not putting the pedal to the metal initially. You know what I mean exactly. with all those timeouts. My thing that I've been hearing and what I thought um, was it was Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers not having any faith or trust in Jimmy G. Yeah, that's, that's exactly that, what everybody's uh, saying, and I agree with it. I can't find a way that narrative to dispute that is it's, going I, around I quite a bit. Way. I, don't, I don't. That's not my mindset ever. No, I know, but I can. Uh, I can't deny that. It's it's hard to get that. I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is a bad quarterback, but after this game, yeah, after this game, and everything you're hearing, um, aside from this podcast, is Jimmy Garoppolo is trash. Like he's a bottom bottom half quarterback in the NFL and he's not like you know what I mean like he's a game manager I saw that being thrown around and just because their mentality has been you know running the ball a little more it's not Derrick Henry and the Titans type running the ball but they do put a bigger focus on running the football because they had they have three you know pretty good running backs that can kind of rotate in and out but I don't know it just it seemed like every time Garoppolo dropped back to pass the the narrative was well, he's just not going to be able to get it done. He's not He's not able to do this. But out the gate, I mean, he threw a touchdown. He threw the first touchdown of the game. Yeah. Um, 
And but, he was able to throw touchdowns all season. Yeah, he, he was had, not bad. I mean, he was a gunslinger for, for you know, better part of the season. Yeah. The crazy games against Seattle. I mean, they were, I can't, I don't have their run statistics right in front of me for How the dare entire you, season. You didn't come I prepared. I, to be, Fine. I did not come prepared. Jimmy G and the 49ers, their pass to rush um, comparisons. Yeah. But with, with, you know, when they played against the, uh, the Seahawks, I have to reference those games. And, I mean, when they, I'm sorry, Justin, they bulldozed your Packers twice. Oh, absolutely. Yes, in the in the NFC Championships, they, I mean, he threw for eight times, like totally. He didn't. Again, but, it's the tan. It's like Tannehill. Tannehill, yeah. I don't think, is bad. And he was a good quarterback for a majority of the season and had big games as a quarterback. Yeah. But all of a sudden, the playoffs start and the mentalities shift where they're just like, let's just pound the rock. And now everybody thinks yeah. Tannehill sucks. And now... Everybody thinks Garoppolo sucks, which he doesn't suck. He's not. I, I don't he think he sucks. Suck. Like, no, definitely. Trust not. me. You, as a Jets fan, understand. There's probably worse quarterbacks out there. There are worse quarterbacks. <laughs> I would take him in a heartbeat. I mean, I'm. I like Darnold. Oh, Darnold's good. A good future. Yeah. But I'm saying I have lived through. Um, Geno Smith is trash. Yeah. I'm very glad that I have that now specifically on record. I, I've never done a podcast where I mention Geno Smith. Yeah, he's, this um, is actually the I'm, first podcast ever Geno Smith's name Gino has been Smith's uttered. Has been I'm going to have to send he him this audio. Trash. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Geno. He's he's too busy getting his jaw yeah. punched Jeez in the locker Pete's. rooms. I <laughs> oh, hate to God. see it. I, why? Jeez. Me uh, and JJ got to split off and do – I need – it's anger management. I was playing the drums earlier because I'm house-sitting my – wife's aunt's house and they have a drum set yeah and so i'm getting my anger out and i need like i need more i need like a jets just bash podcast you just yeah you just out. put just like my frustration all the wasted quarterbacks that you have like pictures on the drum set <laughs> yeah. and just start banging their faces off just which bash them in. taken out of context that sounds very horrible that sounds uh, terrible i'm not a violent person yes I try to be as pol- but sports are different and i do have to say you, you mentioned jitters um, and I know we're kind of bouncing around, and we yeah. haven't got to halftime yet. It but doesn't matter. It's funny. We. It's funny. We. We. There was really nothing to talk about in the first quarter. Nothing to talk about in the better half of the second, um, until the the last little spritz at the end. Yeah. Uh, what we're talking about now, but just overall the Super Bowl. I, I. I have to mention with the whole jitter thing. So they're like sports psychologists who the team hire, and the coaches and the players obviously do their normal routine. That's they they try to treat it as a normal game. It's not though. It yeah. Is so that's why like Mahomes was freaked out. They you know I mean he was missing passes. He threw those two interceptions. One of them was just straight to a linebacker that he didn't even notice. It's super un- uncharacteristic, and that's what's both insane and beautiful about the Super Bowl. It's like this is not a normal game at all. As much as we could try to pretend. Like, yes, you have to go out and do the same job that you were doing in week two against the Dolphins or the Bengals, whoever, a team that you're going to smoke, but, like, you're doing the same actions, but it's so different. It's like me, I ran cross-country in college, and uh, the national cross-country meet might as well have been a totally different sport. Yeah. My buddy fell, like, busted his ass right in front of me. He... Like, we're getting our elbow. People are putting their elbows in front of us. We had, like, a banquet the night before. We never had a banquet the night before. Yeah. It's Olive Garden. So <laughs> everything is different. I'm talking D2 cross-country compared to the Super Bowl. I'm not trying to compare. But oh, they're about the same. Just to get, They're pretty relatively the yeah. same. But when you really look at the actual sport and putting – and this kid's 24 years old. Those, those uh, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He, Hell yeah, he has jitters. When he is playing football as a kid, he's not daydreaming about week two against the Dolphins. He's fantasizing about the Super Bowl. It it comes with so much, so it's fascinating. And once he got the cobwebs out after the halftime, which is where we're going now. Yeah. Um I will say he got into sync. Yeah, obviously the two it's like a the two weeks leading up to this game is is just a, a mess. Like it's obviously the first yeah, week yeah. is just trying to get it, get settled in. You're you're practicing, but it really is like the it's such a weird I, I was watching like behind the scenes at radio on Radio Row and like just the the people and the weird stuff that just goes on there, fans, celebrities. There are people at that game that you probably wouldn't they couldn't even fathom that at some point you would see, I mean, in your life. But it's yeah. just fascinating the aura around this game. I've never been to a Super Bowl and based off the prices, I don't know that I ever ever will. Uh <laughs> unless I get some sort of media credentials for the chunk. Uh but yeah. It, it is a fascinating beast, and you know what happened? I would like to say I think the best thing that happened p- to Patrick Mahomes that really loosened him up, you know what I mean? That He came out in the second half a changed man, 
and that was Shakira and Jennifer Lopez <laughs> writhing and just kind of setting the mood. It I was, was just, hoping you were going to say that. It was a little shake yeah. action, and that definitely that definitely changed. You know what? What? And I'll and I'll send this to the NFL. I'll send them a letter. They start the game with the halftime show, and that'll get the players all loosened up because that vibe after that after that that halftime show. It was a totally different game. It was so 100%. People were relaxed. People were doing their thing. Uh, start it with the halftime show. Actually, specifically, just bring Shakira and Jennifer Shakira Lopez and back. Shakira and Just every single every Super year, Bowl, every single game, <laughs> every game they're, they're opening every, them yeah, up. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was uh, that uh, was phenomenal. Oh it, my god, it started off and I was like, okay, it's Shakira. She's doing her thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, it's definitely Shakira now. You know what I mean? Like we're just going through this, and I was like, okay, now we're at full blown hips don't lie, Shakira. I love that to the song. point to the point where I almost the song's fantastic, by the way. But to the point where I almost forgot Jennifer Lopez was was going to be there, where I was like, "Are we going to have time for Jennifer Lopez?" Like, yeah, she it was a lot of Shakira, and then Jennifer Lopez came on, and it was, I, and there was not a no eye in the home that I was in was was not looking at the television. It was just like you couldn't mm-hmm. look away, whether you were attracted to women or not. It was obviously just like you were just staring at the TV, fascinated by what was happening. And I will say the one disappointing thing, if I had to say, it was a great halftime show, probably the best in in years. Um, the one disappointing thing was I kept waiting for Ja Rule to pop up. I was you like, were waiting on Ja Rule. I was waiting on <laughs> Pitbull. Oh, Pitbull for sure. That was, but the, yeah, he, that's a that's a given. You tease him. Ja Rule is somebody that you throw in as like a as like a all right, like a bonus, like for this one little song. Let me get Ja Rule in here, like. But yeah, Pitbull as like a throwaway toss in. It would have got people hyped up, but it, it would have been like overload, I think. Mm-hmm. Without just because tease. he's Mr. 305. Oh, yeah. Name, you know, it they just kind of goes hand in hand. They, the they would have stormed the field. Vibe. Yeah, everybody yeah, would have stormed the field. Wild. It would have just, the game would have, second half wouldn't have happened if Pitbull was No, there. no. But <laughs> that in the books, yeah. Yeah, my favorite thing was after the fact was was seeing just everybody's reaction, like GIFs to, to what was happening and like their faces, the videos that were posted of just people oh. who were watching it. Oh my god! It was so pretty epic. Yeah, your halftime show is always great for that. Yeah. So I, I guess if we had to rate it like out of ten, what do you think? And you can do halves. You know what I mean? Because I'm, okay. a, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of the point fives. But you're, you're a decimal point guy. Yes, yeah. for sure. Um, I will. Can I do other increments of decimals? Do not just five. You do you, bro. That's fine. Okay. You can do fractions. I would, so I always ten to me is you two after nine eleven. To me, just like emotional vibe, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. You can't really beat that. That's like the ten. So, but I will put also Janet Jackson, Shakira. Timberlake. Come on, it's, no. that's got to be up there as well, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's. I mean, it's, it's iconic that's at this legendary. Point. Yeah, that's an infinity mark. It doesn't have. Yeah. It's not on the ten scale. Um, I would honestly go into the nines. It has to be. I'd I'd say nine point four. Okay, that's good. That's very on the halftime, the twenty twenty halftime show. I was right there with you, man. That was like that was I was gonna say nine and a half. So mm-hmm. we're in the same ballpark. It was. It, it was I, I don't even listen. I don't listen. I don't listen to Jennifer Lopez. I don't listen to Shakira. Um, I I happened to growing up see some of their music videos, and I was entertained to say the least. Uh, but. Uh, my wife's a big fan of Jennifer Lopez, so when she came on, she was obviously hyped. She started with Jenny from the Block, which, come on. Which was pretty bad. Come on, man. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. Uh, but overall, the halftime show, like, who, the only people who were knocking it were the Karens out there that were like, my son was watching this game, and and this is not a family halftime show. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's... Uh, and yeah, not to get political at all. Oh, boy. But oh those boy. same type of Karens, those same type of... The Facebook peanut gallery, however you want to put it, are the same people that have been perfectly fine with the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders forever. Hey, now. So I don't know. Hey, now. Kind of. I don't really. I don't know. All right. Kind this of one, weird. This one goes out to everybody who hated the halftime show. That's me shoehorning a sound effect in. But yeah, that's pretty much it. When I hear yeah. people that are like, I can't believe Come what on. I just saw. And I, and I yeah. say, and there are other people out there, the other, you know, millions of people who were watching it that said the same exact thing but a different inflection we're like i cannot believe right. what is going on right now exactly. this is awesome it's it's the um i think of the meme it's this dude like saying whatever or it's like a cartoon character yeah just the mouth is like babbling and it's just like an it's like a comic book thing and the 
someone else's hand just comes out of nowhere and grabs the lips and says, shh, let people enjoy things. <laughs> yeah. Let people enjoy it. Yes. If your middle schooler discovered something new about his body on Sunday, okay. He, I mean, it happens. Whatever, boy, girl, whatever they are. Yes. It, it was beautiful. It was, I was awesome. About it was this... an amazing, entertaining halftime show i was about the same age when the janet jackson thing happened and i was like what what did i just see like i was trying to register what what my eyeballs just saw and and that's probably what i mean granted it was a little more in your face this time around because it was (laughs) the entire halftime show but i mean it you you, it was free i mean you got to watch free entertainment uh and also i would like to say you could have changed the channel uh, the Puppy Bowl, I believe, was on. You could have gone over to the Puppy Bowl, watched some puppies no play around. No one's forcing you to watch anything. Come on. You know? Okay. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways, that great halftime show. In Solid. Nines. Very yeah, good. Definitely I, an all-time, all-time show. And I will say the Tampa, It's they're going to be in Tampa next year, so they won't be this able to really, are. like, what is what are they going to do, like, pirate? They're going to do, like, a Gasparilla-themed <laughs> the Gasparilla halftime theme. show? That would be kind of – I. there's got to be some type of, like, pirate, like an ode to pirates somewhere. I don't know. I got a bad feeling it's going to be, like, Tim McGraw. I don't know. I just it just It'll seems be like, like the Plant City uh, yeah. strawberry fest. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like I got a it's just a weird feeling. That's where they're gonna go. It's just like some bumpkin, wangy. Yeah. Like I don't know. Anyway, halftime on, shows. Tampa. We'll we talk about better, that. I think. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Tampa will do something. But it'll, I I already threw my my guess in. Uh, little Nas X, if he's still relevant, it's gonna be Little Nas X and Nas. That would be sick. It would be pretty crazy. But it has nothing to do with Tampa. So I would imagine Not Tampa's probably gonna yeah. botch this. So. Anyway, moving out of the halftime show and into, again, a more relaxed, uh, laid-back Patrick Mahomes, who clearly had his face into the TV for the whole halftime show. Um, and he just he just came out guns a-blazing. Well, I guess he actually waited a quarter to do that. But uh, yeah, yeah, what happened in the, in the third quarter, San Francisco, it was, t- it was 10-10 coming out of halftime. San Francisco goes up 20-10 to at the end of the third quarter, and it's – it's looking like their defense was crushing them all game. My my uh, Super Bowl MVP pick, all right, I was watching them every play. Nick Bosa, which, by the way, if you listen to the first podcast, I call him Joey. They're like the exact same dude. And my okay? bad, yeah, I should have caught that too because I knew about Joey's whole holdout with the Chargers. Yeah. Everything. But like you said, I, I think the football gods will give us this one because they are literally like the same person. Dude, they're insane. And if they ever play on the same team, uh, rest in peace oh, anybody gosh, else who they're yeah. playing against. But – and They're both really team. good, and uh, and for a rookie season to for for Nick Bosa to have what he had, and um and he had he made some impact plays in this game. He had tipped a couple passes. He had a strip sack, I believe, at one point. He didn't get the ball, but um, yeah. he played very well. And he honestly, was a force. he was a force to be reckoned with, and and it was noticed for sure. It was going to leading up into this fourth quarter, which we're going to get into. Up until this point of the game. Like I, I was trying to decide because I, I thought this, I thought the 49ers had it. I was like, they, they found a way to slow down the Chiefs. Unbelievable! I can't believe what I'm watching. Who in my head? I was like, who do, who is going to win MVP? Because Garoppolo at that point wasn't doing anything great. Uh, Mostert had a touchdown, but it wasn't really, you know, like nothing really. It wasn't a good. He didn't have a lot of yards yeah. or anything. So I was like, no. who was even going to get MVP? I was like, there's a, there's a chance. From my boy I, Nick so Bosa. You were, yeah, you were texting in in the chat <laughs> chat that we have. Yeah, and I was like, I can't deny that at all. I was like, every time, I every think Justin got it. Yeah. Every time he did something, I was like, let's go. This is my guy. <laughs> my and guy, my guy. then we got into the fourth quarter, and it was the win probability for the San Francisco 49ers uh, about halfway through the fourth quarter, ninety five point three percent. They that was their win probability. The the, the chance that the, the, they were going to win the game. And then something happened. uh, I I was going to say the Chiefs, but the Patrick Mahomes, um, they went on this crazy – it was a drive that took, what, like less than a minute. It looked like they were just – a couple passes down the field. Chiefs again. Yeah. And then then you're like, okay, the game kind of shifted right there. Uh, It was like there was something that could could be done. You're like, okay, I could see this this ending poorly for the uh, 49ers. But but the defense was good all game. It was just one drive. Maybe this time around, you know, the 49ers will put put a nice drive together, start running the ball, and they didn't run the ball when they got they got the ball back. Or they ran it like once or twice, but it wasn't yeah, enough. Was, yeah. They were running Which it so you well. Had the lead, you could like I know. It doesn't make sense. Especially with under like six minutes to go, right? You run the ball, you try to run at least some clock. For some reason, Shanahan and I I, I put it on Shanahan, but it, it's because it's the head coach. You'd have to do that. But I'm sure it's the yeah. coaching coaching staff in it. 
its entirety, decided this was the time to let Garoppolo frolic and play a little more. Exactly. And we're having the same narrative. Obviously, I mean, we all watch the same game. Yeah. But, and I want to let you finish. But the what you're about to say is what everyone's saying. You, They didn't trust him. And then it's like they overcompensated. Now go, go work your magic. Well, I, I it see wasn't what, really the time for that. But you know what? You know what's funny is we, if it if it happened the other way and they just ran it three times oh. and then punted, it would be like, you know what I mean? They they'd be like, why didn't yeah, they throw it can, with Garoppolo? We can, we can nitpick everything. It's tough, know? and I, I yeah. see I see the merit in trying because you know what? They're not they're probably not expecting it, even though it didn't work out. If Garoppolo completes a couple of those passes, you're like, okay. You know, because it was the I guess odds are you it's you have a better shot at completing a couple passes when they're all expecting you to run the clock. It's just if sure. you don't complete the yeah, pass, I mean, we're not NFL coaches. Yeah, if you don't complete the pass, the clock stops for free for the Chiefs. You know what I mean? So it's yep. just like you're you're only kind of playing into their chances, and that's exactly what happened. So it, it's tough to blame a coach. It's tough to blame a quarterback. Um. It's just they could have done more, again, like we said, at the end of the first half and just throughout the game to kind of get the flow going and, and maybe run a little more clock. Um, but one, once the Chiefs got going at the end of the quarter, end of the game, it seemed like when they scored the touchdown, they were still losing. Even when the 49ers got the ball back after that first touchdown, you're like, if if they don't do it here, the game's over. Like, <laughs> it was so yeah. weird. But, yeah. Well, what, the, big, the big turnaround, there's always, and I say this every year, um, I'm watching the Super Bowl. There's always that play, like the David Tyree oh, God, um, yeah. helmet catch, and then the the Julian Edelman, the like fingertip. He has like five Atlanta Falcons around him. There's always that catch. The the it was third and fifteen, and Mahomes heaved it to Tyreek Hill. He finally got open. That's when it was like we're in. Yeah, I mean, it's happening. That was the play. Um, and then as you were saying, they. The 49ers kind of just couldn't get it done. And then, I don't know if we want to creep closer and closer to the end oh, of the yeah. game. Oh, yeah. We're at the end when, of the game now. Yeah. So, the biggest thing was, so it was the that uh, Tyreek Hill um, huge. So, it was like third and 15, like I said, yeah. on their own 35. And then they got down got, like the 20. We got wide like, open. So it wasn't even close. Wide open. Yeah. He split it. Oh, my God. That was crazy. Um, And then the uh, Jimmy G, they trusted him to, let's go deep. We have to go deep. They were down four. They would have scored that touchdown um, to Emmanuel Sanders. Oh my God! It. That was the that was the, the those were the two plays yeah. in my opinion that changed the entire game. They would have it would have been a whole different narrative if he had hit that pass because Emmanuel Sanders got open. Oh, he I mean, was he wide had, open. Yeah, he he yeah. did and lead he him a little too far. Into the end zone. He would he was literally a catch and then two steps into the end zone. Yeah, it was that deep of a throw. It was. Um, they ish. he saw it there and it was it was I don't know it wasn't a great throw. Um, I don't. I didn't see the whole route. I don't know if he could have ran faster, yeah, I but like, I didn't see how that was. Really. But it, it again, like you said, had they connected, probably. Uh, I can't. I still can't say they would have won just based off I of how the Chiefs are either. going. No, yeah, it's I tough. Say that either, but but, but it I definitely would have changed give, the game. Yeah, you give them the ball back with like a minute forty left, a minute like thirty left, or something like that. It was yeah, that. it was pretty like we're getting cl- very close to the end of it, and then I mean. It's like there was like chitter chat. I always think of like where I am during when the game's happening, like what other people are doing. Like we kind of got pretty away from the game for a second, uh, talking about different things um, at the Super Bowl party. Yeah. And of course, keeping an eye on the game and not taking our eyes off it really at all. But then like when it was 20 to 10 with seven minutes left, honestly, I was like, "Eh, you know, that's I'm really I feel for Andy Reid. I'm not taking the Chiefs out at all but like a miracle or whatever they need to do what they usually do and I don't know if they're going to do it this time because Mahomes doesn't look himself and but it just like happened so fast like we talked about like um in the uh their the Chiefs game versus the Texans how we just boom 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 yeah 21 points just like that yeah you look away and you come back and it's a different game for sure and that's that's how the Chiefs do it and that's how they did it all year and uh, well, not necessarily. That's how they did it all playoffs, I, know, I should yeah, say. I mean. All year they they were just beating ass, but in the playoffs they it's like they just didn't want to play in the beginning of the game. They're like, yeah, we'll get there, you know. They just coasted, and then they're like, okay, Somehow we should probably we'll make it happen. Yeah, we should probably start winning this game, huh? 
and then they did it. Yeah. So I want to ask you real quick before we go into the end of the game, like yeah. now, you know, post post game, um, Kyle Shanahan blowing um, the lead. Um, so he was the offensive coordinator for the Falcons. Yeah. Obviously, that's totally different. He's on a coaching staff. Right, right, but right. But now is the narrative every time? Because, I mean, these two teams could definitely possibly be in the Super Bowl again. I mean, yeah. they're 15-4 and four both. I mean, they're amazing teams. Um, let's say he gets the next time the 49ers are in the the playoffs and then, you know, possibly the Super Bowl. Is that going to be the big storyline? He is he like quote unquote a choke artist now? Yeah, I don't say that. That's just what I'm seeing. You know, I gotta say what's what the chatter is is that he chokes. Yeah, I see, and I see that too. But it's it, it's just, I think he's just been very unfortunate. It's tough. It's tough for one coach to just be the re- like he's yeah, not he on the field. Change the whole. He's yeah, not. You know, yeah, he's not yeah. on the field. He's just telling them. You know, he's calling the plays. If the plays don't work, I mean, it's not always just the coach's fault. I mean, the def- there's still another defense de- is good. The defense yeah. is out there. They're playing it. They might have seen something. Um, maybe he goes in the offseason and, and finds another bag of tricks to add to the thing to change the late-game situations. But like you said, the 49ers aren't going to disappear um, like they did last time. Uh, but I when they, last time so, they made it to no, the Super Bowl. No way. Um, they're going to be around a little while. Their defense is is young and good. And what's funny is there, there were probably more – up close uh, shots of Richard Sherman this game that I think I'd seen in years. Uh, it seemed like every <laughs> yeah. other play, every time he got burned, they were like, we must see his face uh, right now. Seriously, and he <laughs> did get burned. He like, did. He really got burned twice bad. Yes, and they wasted no More time. Than twice, I'm just saying twice when it really counted. Yes, really, and you yeah. can see it on his face where he's like, yeah, okay. I, uh, I think I kind of screwed that one up, but... Yeah, Chiefs won 31 to 20. Uh the, the last 6 minutes of the game were just bang bang bang, three Chiefs touch, touchdowns that just just I mean it was over uh at that point. The Chiefs did go up 24 to 10 and when the 49ers got the ball, you're like, "Okay, this is it." And then they didn't do it. And then obviously they did have their timeouts still. Um so they could theoretically had gotten it back if Damian Williams didn't go on a on a 38-yard uh, uh yeah, touchdown run absolute the worst nail in the coffin yeah 49ers yeah fans. literally 13 second drive two plays bang touchdown we'll see you later and then at that point definitely it was over so yeah uh that's how it plays out that's how i mean that's how the chiefs did it like we said all playoffs so that being said moving forward obviously patrick mahomes winds up winning the super bowl mvp like like you all said um we said that on the podcast for sure if the chiefs won it was going to be mahomes Statistically, though, you know, there were probably some arguments that Damian Williams could have gotten it based off of, you know, Mahomes didn't have the perfect game up until the fourth quarter, but he was the um, the man who orchestrated the last three drives anyway. So you can't yeah. not give it to Patrick Mahomes. He's just too good and he was the reigning MVP, which we haven't even mentioned. Lamar Jackson, by the way, is the MVP of the season. Yes, he is. But um, amongst other awards that were given away, the awards – the awards thing just kind of happens and like the Super Bowl happens and then the season's <laughs> over and you're just like here. Yeah. We need a little bit more separation. Yeah. It's a little I tough. Think. I feel like I always, I always thought that the awards should come not r- immediately after the season, but a little more before the Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Sure. Yeah. In like high school sports, you have a banquet. I, I I'm, <laughs> it's just like, we don't need to reinvent the wheel and I'm not trying to compare high school athletics to a Super Bowl or to an NFL season, but you usually have it way after you like look at the MVP of the season because you're able to look back on things a little bit more. Yeah. So either have it way before the Super Bowl or a little bit after, like two weeks or maybe the following week, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever it may be. It's knows. all good. I mean, listen, and, uh, Patrick yeah, Mahomes, uh, at the end of the day, is a really good quarterback, and uh, apparently he is the – I mean, I, I <laughs> saying a really good quarterback is such like the, the downplay of the century. Uh, <laughs> he – I would rank him, obviously – I know Lamar Jackson just won MVP, but Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league right now. Is there really a question for that? I don't think there's a question. No, no, um, no question. He, Lamar had an awesome season. Patrick Mahomes had an awesome season this year and last year, and he got the Super Bowl ring. He's the best. Uh, a lot of people, like on ESPN, are calling him the best football player to ever live. So sorry, Jim Brown. Yeah, see, listen, I— I don't know if I'm going to go there. He's young. I heard people um, saying he was the best quarterback stud. ever already, and I'm like, look— he had obviously one of the Pump most the unbelievable seasons last year, 
I do, you can't. You got to let no, the no, whole no, season pl- or the whole career play out, or at least like ten years. You know what I mean? Like it just seems a bit ridiculous to just say he's the best of all time. We just always and I love conversations and I love different takes and that's what makes Twitter and I major in communications. Man, I love like yeah. like people hearing people's different opinions, but there are some that it's like why I say that is like there's always going to be narratives. But that is a little like you could talk, but it doesn't really mean anything. It's like, strong. It's hard. I mean, gonna... right now, it's obviously hot off the press, as everybody wants to say. It's that it's it's <laughs> not really the hottest take right now. Like it's it's a pretty, no. it's a it's a people. A lot of people are saying it, and uh, yeah, it's not like unique. No, it's not. But it's it, it also could be the truth. But I'm no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not still gonna, not. I mean, he's amazing. I won't he's confirm gonna get it. The highest. He's gonna get the biggest contract ever. He's possibly gonna make close to forty million a year. Yeah. Which like um Russell Wilson is making like thirty three, thirty four, thirty five, yeah. something like that a year. That's like the biggest right now. Um well obviously is set to get that. And Romo's gonna get like the biggest broadcast yes. contract ever too. Oh, he deserves that. All right. Romo's <laughs> he deserves I, it. Yeah, Romo's both awesome. of them. Oh, both of them, awesome. I yes. love it. So great for the game of football. So great for anybody who even likes sports. Um, have been so entertaining, both of them. Okay, Super Bowl's over. We're done with it. Let's let's move it aside. The actual football game, I should say. Yes, uh, we had a bet on who would be the first commercial uh, in the <laughs> game after kickoff, and uh, none of us were correct. <laughs> Not even close. Um, and to be fair, this what what wound up being the first thing didn't drop a trailer until after our podcast. So it kind of came out of nowhere. All right, so it did. I, I I didn't I didn't sit I don't remember who was the next one, but uh, the what actually wound up winning was Fast Nine, <laughs> which my goodness they just keep making these movies. Um, we did what, what did we wind up saying? I don't even remember. So I said Budweiser, like a Budweiser brand. Yes, it be yes. Like they're releasing a new product, which they had a commercial. Obviously, yeah, yeah, they did. Um, let me. I have them up right. Yeah, Blake have- Blake said it was going to be specifically Budweiser Seltzer, which they did have a commercial. Um, Doritos. First, yeah. I said Doritos. JJ said Facebook. We all had commercials. Like we all said a brand that did have a commercial. They just wasn't the first one. Yeah. Um, this year though, I mean the Super Bowl commercials, they were all right. They were a lot more like uplifting or like, you know, motivational, yeah. like, you know, a lot of heartwarming stuff. Better than they've been. Is that safe to say? Yeah. And I, I mean, I may, I love advertising. I work at an advertising agency for two years. Yeah. Um, so and you work in radio, like like ad- adding, adding yeah. blah, 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 advertising and communicating to people is awesome. And so I don't want to like say, oh, so commercials sucked because obviously they're entertaining, but they haven't been like incredible the past couple of years. Yeah. And I this would... year I, I like them. I like them. Like Yeah, there were some really good ones. Um, stood out. I, I of course, I, I watched them all. I, I didn't get the pen and paper out and like write down the ones I really liked. So I, I do what everybody does and Google searches what had happened. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, that one. Um, yeah, I have to get reminded about it. Yeah, there were a couple good ones. Obviously, there's a lot of people tweeting and I, I got texts about the planters baby nut, the baby peanut. And I was like, look, stop trying to make baby things happen. All right. It's baby Yoda or it's nobody. I think or it's nobody. This was yeah. this. I think this was a quick response to baby yoda they're like listen babies are hot right now man they're really cool everybody's got to have a baby logo baby peanut or baby nut i think that's what they were calling it so baby nut which people were on a different note were freaking out about yeah uh, on twitter (laughs) so i mean that was a that was a pretty funny one there were obviously there were a lot more the groundhog day one from jeep though that was pretty sweet i'm a big fan of the movie really good movie groundhog day um Um, did you have any ones that stood out for you yeah, so I, I'm gonna, I have a favorite, um, so okay. I won't say that yet. But um, that Jason Momoa one, Rocket Mortgage, yeah, was like I want to shed my skin or like be my true self, and he's just like know? a and twig. Like, he's he's taking things takes, off. Yeah, takes all his muscles hilarious. off. That was good. That the Smot Pock with um, Krasinski, John Krasinski, yeah, yeah, and whatever. Her, Chris Evans, that was hilarious. Um, but my. Other favorite that Loretta one was was sad. Which um, one? The Loretta one, the Google remembering. Like oh the one, like, yeah, the oh, guy my has goodness. Alzheimer's, and that was like sad. I'm looking at a quick little list because I needed a refresher. Um, but my favorite was Bud Light Seltzer. That was the I Post Malone. The, the Post Malone's brain. Yeah, I had seen those before because they wanted like America to choose, and I don't usually like to do that, but it's it's like. 
kind of depends what mood I'm in. Sometimes I don't watch them before. Sometimes I do if I just want to like really analyze and see. Yeah. But not only did I love the commercial, I want to say that on air in this podcast that oh. I definitely um, love Bud Light Seltzer. Oh, all right. I, uh, I getting... give it uh, an, a, this, the mark of approval is what I was trying to okay. say. Okay. Are we getting paid for this? I believe this is... Uh, we are not. We're going to uh, send geez. an invoice. We should send an invoice yeah. probably. Post, Posty can... Uh, yeah. His next tattoo could... could <laughs> my next tattoo could be on him. Maybe. Perfect. I love it. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> they were... Yeah, so it was good. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a good one. There were obviously a lot of good ones. Um, yeah. And I don't. Obviously, we don't. We're not going to sit here and go down all of them. But oh, yeah, like you said, a couple more that I'm. Just there, I, 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 the Hummer's coming back. Uh, oh all gosh, electric yeah. Hummer. That kind of blew me away. I, I saw that commercial and I was like, "What the hell am I watching?" LeBron James. And then, at the end, it said Hummer, and I was like, "Oh snap, we're back." It, I, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, the Hummer just a fascinating vehicle to me. So I am always. It big is fan. fascinating. It's like we're ready for straight up the zombie apocalypse. Yes, and this time electric which probably is not conducive for a zombie apocalypse uh where are you going to charge it um <laughs> right <laughs> but yeah i mean it, I, the commercials are pretty good there were a lot of good ones and uh we could sit here all day the, uh, the uh, mine was a big fan of, like there's a the walmart one where they do a lot of movie tie-ins mm-hmm. i've always been a big fan of the movie tie-in ones so and then the mountain dew did the shining um as oh, well yeah yeah, with Brian Cranston, that yes. was awesome. Oh, and then Charlie Day had a bunch, which I can't even remember what he was doing. Charlie Tide Day was doing like Tide. He, he was, was doing, doing Tide, but he was doing he it like had to get every other every commercial break. He was like, yeah. "Is it later yet?" Yeah, like he had the stain. Oh, that was pretty funny. Though. That was good. I'm a big Charlie Day fan, so that was yeah. like that. I thought that was cool how they tied it in with all the like even other brands throughout the the entire yeah. Super Bowl just to have them pop up and kind of be like a running yeah. joke. So, so I mean, honestly, they were pretty good. And dude, no Clydesdales. I dude, that I bothered me. That. I, I lost That's, sleep. I thought that it was night. every year. I thought yeah. it was literally every year they have a Clydesdale. I needed a good, wholesome Clydesdale commercial, and I didn't get it. I had to go to YouTube that night, look up, look up a Clydesdale video. The, the best buds one. Is no, like not even the, the commercials. Best. Just Clydesdales oh, trotting along Clydesdales. on the street <laughs> down like a yeah. down like a cobblestone road. I yeah. needed it. I needed that. Bum, 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 bum. So I, that was what I was missing in the Super Bowl commercials. But mm-hmm. all in all, yeah. Obviously, another another good great year of Super Bowl commercials and the Super Bowl. I will say overall. It was a pretty good game. When you go into the fourth quarter with another team leading and the table shifts, you know, this is it made it it made it more enjoyable to watch this time around for the Chiefs doing it than when it when it happened with the Texans because it happened earlier in the game and I checked out at like halftime. I was like, it's over. Yeah, we're like Chiefs won. Yeah. This was like when the 49ers were up, you were like, it could still happen. I'm still gonna pay attention to this game. You know, you, and at no point did you check out until like maybe like the last no, minute. Seriously, yeah. Even then, I mean, it's like uh, you know, you never well, know. But yeah, that would have been nuts. Um, oh well, that would yeah, the eleven points. I guess you're right. The last minute, <laughs> we, you could check out then. Yeah, I forgot about that last touchdown. Uh, we, yeah, for sure. No, I totally agree with you. It was it was entertaining the whole way, and that's what I wanted. It wasn't like the high, high, high scoring game. Um, no, no, thought, no, and that just comes with it being the Super Bowl and different things, and 49ers not really relying on what they did all season, and yeah. Uh, absolutely, you know, just weird things happen in the Super Bowl. Uh, so we did do the odd Super Bowl Fifty Four prop bets at the yes, end of the last podcast. I'm for, glad we did that. that so we fun. should kind of run them down and and what what we know. I guess I don't know if we have the complete answer for all of these, but I will say we did the color of the liquid, the Gatorade that were, was poured on the game winning coach. Andy Reid got the orange Gatorade at the end of the game. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. I, I, I did, didn't... and it's not confirmed that that wasn't orange soda. Oh, it could be. So they're saying it could be soda. No, I'm kidding. That's That's totally a joke. (laughs) Imagine they're just chugging that on the sideline in the middle of a football game. (laughs) Just because it's Andy Reid and he's uh, the guy's guy. Oh man. Yeah, you got it right. So Blake, yeah, Blake, Blake and I got it. You guys said the the multiple category, which lime, lime green or yellow. Yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty big blanket there. But yeah, it wound up being orange, so we got that. Uh, Will Jennifer Lopez and Shakira kiss, despite coming very close, they did not. Um, which I believe you were the only one that just said, why not? I'll put I some... said, why not? Yeah. Yes, I had no... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even bet a dime on that. No, no. Like, yeah, whatever, just to be different. Yeah, I don't see why not. Uh, will Epstein, <laughs> Will an Epstein didn't kill himself sign be shown to the podcast? I did not see any. <laughs> no. So I'm going to go I with... I, I'm going to go with that didn't happen. I, I don't think we saw that anywhere. Um, this is the one that's causing a little controversy. Uh, mm-hmm. Not because of the name of the person, but because of the actual number that happened. Over under 13.5 total Trump tweets on the day of the Super Bowl. I went to his Twitter page. 
I counted nine, I believe. Or no, it was like eight or nine. You counted nine. Tangible, yeah. actual tweets came from his account. However, which would be the under. It would be the over if we are counting retweets because he retweeted a lot of stuff. All right. So he retweeted easily another five or six items on the day of the Super Bowl. So it really comes down to do you consider a retweet a tweet? I would say the general public would say no. It needs to be a Trump tweet yeah. is from Donald Trump. He's not a normal person because he tweets all the time. Yeah. And he, it's actually 10. 10 did, tweets because he delete he sent one and then oh, deleted it. True. Um, so it's that's 10 tweets. You're and right. How many others did he tweet and then delete? I don't know. Who knows? But this is not a political podcast. Yeah. This is I'm just getting straight to the point that he tweets so much and retweets so much that I think a retweet should be either like equal like two or three tweets. But yeah. again, we don't have to get into semantics. This is I, all BS. I mean, Anyways, if I was a guy, but, I would say to me, the fact that you're hitting the retweet button counts as a tweet to me. I, I sure. think so. But if, It's if, your podcast, man. Yeah, hey, I'm, man, listen. I'm, I'm with it. I'm just saying. All right, listen. Kansas City Chiefs are straight out of Kansas, and I think he <laughs> – I think this hit the over if I'm a betting man. And uh, in this podcast, we won. We hit the over. We won. Uh, Thanks, because bro. of the retweets. Uh, <laughs> will will the both teams combined score – 76-plus points to break the Super Bowl record for most points scored in the Super Bowl. It was 10-10 at halftime. We, were gonna, we weren't going to get anywhere close um, unless and somehow the, the 49ers decided they wanted to tack on another 20, 30, 40 points at the end of the game. Uh, but obviously you and Blake said yes. Blake had to say yes based off of his score. Yeah, like he was looking for – Blake was looking for like 90 points, I think. Uh Pretty close to ninety points. Forty nine, forty two. Yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't nearly that. If it was, I would have been so happy though. It would have been a crazy yeah, game. Yeah, it would have been amazing. Um, but yeah, definitely the under on that. JJ and I hit that. Um, how many Super Bowl com- commercials included a dog? Mm. I did see a few, but the over under was three and a half, so there had to be four. I don't know that we got there. I don't know. Let, so I don't recall seeing four. I don't. I don't I recall watching... seeing four. I was watching Puppy Bowl. That's the thing. Um, I was like, I didn't count before, so I, I was not puppied out, but I saw a lot of puppies. We all day. said over anyway. Let's but, just say it's a wash. All right, nobody. Mm, it's a wash. It is what it was. We all we're all <laughs> correct. I think somewhere, if we were dig deep enough, there was a dog behind the camera, and yeah. uh, and we In did obviously do the the bonus bet, which was the pick in the commercials, uh, first commercial mm. of the game, which neither of us got. Um, but apparently, they're making another Fast and the Furious movie, and. Han's not dead anymore. Han's not dead. What yeah, the I hell? love the Fast and Furious series, so I'm stoked. Oh, dude, um, listen, they're fun watches. Like, I, yeah. I don't have any problem watching I just them. never would have bet that as the number one. I will say. For a Super Bowl commercial. This isn't, I can't I mean, remember what the second one was. This isn't a theme park um, podcast right now, but I will say Fast and the Furious ride at the Universal, one of the worst rides. One of the worst rides I've ever ridden in my life. Ah, oh, that breaks my heart. It's have, I, I don't know if you've ridden it before. I have not ridden it. It's literal I been trash. In a couple of years. It's trash. It's they. Mm. It's what's the coolest part is when you walk off. There's cars like from the movie. <laughs> like the coolest parts <laughs> when you get off the when ride. You, That's yes, fantastic. You you go through it all. You ride the ride. You get past that, and then on the way out, there's like a standee of like a wax Vin Diesel, and then a bunch of cool cars. So really, ride the ride so you can look at the cars. That's pretty much it. But the ride is just garbage. It's a bunch of people on like a on like a party bus and you're really just watching a movie. Like imagine two movie screens on either side and the seats are shaking. It's oh, oh man. Oh my god. It's like Shrek 4D in Universal. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. Oh boy. I'd rather ride that. Um but anyway, <laughs> that's not what this is about. It was about Super Bowl 54. That was the recap. Obviously, if you watch the game, you know by now who won, and uh, and that was our thoughts on it. Thank you for listening. Uh, you can follow us at the Chunk Pod on Twitter, Instagram, literally any other social media that you can find. You can email us thechunkpod at gmail. I don't know why you'd want to do that, but you can send us any sort of <laughs> notes, um, uh, weird photos. We'll you know one of those weird forward chains, the email chains. We're down for it. We'll, we'll keep it that uh, chain going. Um, you want to give a plug to your social media, David? I know. I mean, listen, this um, is only yeah. your second podcast, so yeah, no, go ahead, thank, man. And yeah, I appreciate it, man. And and I didn't get to mention it um, last time because we were stuck. I'm not going to bring up the Kobe deal. All I'm saying, you know, yeah. still R.I.P. Kobe. But we it was such a weird. Really, what I wanted to say uh, the first time we got together on a podcast was we've been trying to do this for a while. We both yeah. had you know um, different podcasts, um, and uh, you were such a 
you kind of honestly inspired me to start my podcast um, that no longer is really in existence now. Hey, man, Um, it's it's possible. It's definitely possible. (laughs) Oh, it's not dead. I'm definitely going to do more like, you know, hey, I'm on this for the long haul, but, you know, side side stuff um, and whatnot. But you really did inspire me to, to buy a mic, to, you know, I to even know how to host the podcast online. So I do appreciate it. Um, so yeah, you guys can follow me at Chinsky Runs. That's Chin Sky Runs. Ooh, look at this. This is something you've done that before. Uh, uh, not until I got <laughs> married. Oh. Literally not until I got married three years ago. I never broke, so my last name's Tom Chinsky, yeah. you know. Um, I never broke it down to those three little words, Tom, Chin, and Sky. I would spell it out, all ten letters. And then Brooke, my wife. That's the way to break it down. Yeah, you know, she, that's she's, she lived 24 years at that point with a different last name. Then when she got it, she kind of like broke it down. I go, geez, you were way smarter than me. She's instantly like, I got to do something yeah. with this last name. This is not <laughs> happening. I'm not spelling 10 letters out. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Her, yeah, her maiden name's long too, but um, long, a long last name. But yeah, Chinsky runs. You can hit me up on there, and obviously follow the chunk, please. You yeah, hear my voice as much as Justin allows it to be. Well, on here. this is the last one, so you're done. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm yeah. at Justin Rob Doyle. If you want to find me on the old socials, uh, you can talk smack, talk fantasy football, which I'm missing right now. Obviously, the season's now officially oh, over. Yeah. There's nothing left of football. Mm-hmm. Well, unless you're an XFL fan. Which I'm not hey. sure. I'm not sure we're gonna do an XFL podcast, but who knows? If it gets a little crazy, who knows? We might dive into it. But we appreciate Go Vipers. Go the Tampa Vipers, Bay Vipers. Yes, Tampa Bay Vipers got to lock it down for for old TB um, uh, and Aaron Murray, who I believe is. Uh, oh, that's right. He is. Yeah, Aaron Murray's is the quarterback. It, yeah. So shout outs to him and uh, best of luck to the uh, Vipers and all those other what seven XFL teams? I think eight total. Yep. Eight total, yeah. All right, best of luck to him and Vince McMahon and all the uh, and he hate me. All those other players who who probably are too old to play in this XFL. So, uh, thanks for listening. It's Chunk Podcast, David. Thanks for jumping on, man. And uh, we'll be back. Obviously, we're gonna try to do once a week. I want to do something next week. I'm recording something with a, a friend of mine. Uh, he's a comedian, and I want to bring him on. Um, his name is Mr. Showtime, David Scott. We're doing this thing called Chunk Chats. All right, I'm just it's Very a cool. I'm, I'm spitballing. Just literally going to be a random interview podcast. But if you're following The Chunk on any uh, podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, you'll get it. It'll all be on this channel, and you can decide to skip. You can decide to listen to other ones. Obviously, it's all going to be all over the place, but that's what you're getting when you're with The Chunk. You're just going to get a chunk of nonsense, and uh, it's going to keep coming at you. Keep listening. I'm going to play this outro. We appreciate you listening. David, you have yourself a fantastic day and a fantastic week. We'll be back. my friend. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Catch you guys later. It's the Chunk Podcast.